And we are back. Today, we have a special episode. Um, so this is Six Pack Lap It At. We got both co-hosts, Paul Marinson and Randy Cook. Randy calling in. Um, and special guest, uh, regular contributor, and uh, Matt Gary, back once again. Starting to turn into a, a, a co-host himself at this point. I was going to say the fourth co-host. This is becoming, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Starting to develop a bit of a king of the list family, if you will. And, um, yeah, this is the Christmas special. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, gentlemen. Thank you, sir. Merry Christmas to everyone, all our listeners. Yes, to you as well. Yeah. And um, for this one, we decided we're going to do three gifts we would give to powerlifting, a power lifter, a nation of powerlifting, whatever it is, but three gifts powerlifting related that we could give. Okay, just to be in the theme of Christmas. Gentlemen, I'll go first just in case you guys would have stole one of my gifts anyways. So uh, I don't have to quickly off the top of my head make up a new one. Here's one I would give, and this one's Canadian orientated. Um, Canada just recently got the very first world champion in the open uh, with Eric Willis and that's in the men's and if I could give one gift you know we'd love to have an open women's as well so that's the first gift off the top would be for all of us Canadians we, we're long the bridesmaids never the brides um, we've come in second in terms of nations we've been very competitive on the podium but just can't just can't nail down that one world championship Marie T's come close I mean we've got some good competitors so a world championship in the open for the Canadian women would be my first gift. Number two, we were robbed of one. Like it was still a phenomenal showdown in the 63 kilo class IPF world's women's, but it lost a little bit when one of the biggest stars, Isabella von Weisenberg, didn't hit weight and couldn't compete. And my gift for 2019, Isabella von Weisenberg. Hits the 63 kilo class, and we get what we were promised in 2018 and see the true battle of the 63s, and that would be a titanic showing. Um, so that that's number two. And uh, just to follow up on that, I, mm, I think she might be, ooh, I know, I know that's your girl too, Sam, is, is heading in there. That would I don't know who I'd pick. You know what? We'll wait for that in terms of who we pick. Yeah. Because we can really dive. That's a whole episode, okay? This will turn yeah. into a preview show if we don't watch ourselves. That's right. Number three. Earlier this year, we did a podcast, and um, we were talking about goats. You know, the greats of all time status is very tough debates. No, you're always going to get a debate when you bring up who's the goat. Because it's a fictional title. You know, you don't win it in a tournament. You don't win it in head-to-head competition. And then what Randy thinks is a GOAT, the criteria, what I think is criteria. We even had a debate on the criteria for a GOAT. So, and that changes from person to person. So early this year, we had a GOAT talk about the 93 kilos. And um, we didn't go with Jesse Norris. And some people were like, oh, what the hell? It's got to be Jesse Norris. Especially, they changed the Wilkes formula. Now, it's not a Wilkes formula. They're introducing a new formula. And that new formula has Jesse number one with a bullet. Which even more heavily, if you're if you're a Jesse Norris fan, um, now you can really say, well, now he's definitely got to be the GOAT. So there was backlash. And Jesse Norris himself went and said, hey, man, King of the List is 
talking trash about like you know we were really talking trash but saying whatever we had to have jesse norris on continue the debate and um it was good stuff it's good sports talk and um if i could have a third wish it would be jesse norris his back is healed he returns to prime form and he comes back to the 93 kilo class all the way to the world championships i know it can't happen here in miss raw nationals but this is a christmas gift gentlemen you got to believe, right? You got to believe. So he goes all the way to the world, and we see Jesse Norris versus David Wilson versus, hell, let's keep L.S. McLean in the lineup, versus okay. Antonoli from Ukraine. Um, you know, let's, let's have that big battle, and we see Jesse Norris in his prime 100% against this day and age, these guys. That's my three Christmas gifts I would give. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. Okay. Paul. So... I'm going to go with a two-part gift for the first one. Woo! I'm going to say... This is basically squeezing in four gifts. I, go ahead. No, <laughs> you'll, you'll see why in a second, though. It's tied together. This is, this is your Merry so, Christmas and Happy Hanukkah. My first, my first gift is to make the Battle of the 120s pluses that much more competitive. I'm going to say Kelly Brenton finally gets his 1,000-pound squat, which leads us to having the 120s be a battle that comes down to the last pole. The 120s? Yes. So why'd you put in the... the I, just because, A, I want Kelly to be competitive within this, and I want it to be a three-dog race. I want Kelly, I want Luke Richardson, and I want, obviously, our uh, man Ray. Ray. Yeah, yeah. All battling so, it out right to last pole. So, yeah, basically Kelly would need that 1,000-pound He would need the 1,000-pound squat. And then Luke Richardson, I mean, he, he'll come down. He's, he could be the biggest pillar. Yep. Exactly. May or may not. Depends on Which the Which is tough to say against Ray, who's biggest Absolutely puller, as it is stands. So that's gift number one. Okay. The Battle of the 120 Pluses becomes an absolute monster of a showdown. We need one. We need a competitive heavyweight showdown. Yeah. Honestly, I'm... Like, Ray's dominance, phenomenal. But then, as a viewer, if you know the same guy's going to win, he's winning at the start, he's continuing to win in the middle, and then he wins. It's like, ah... That's yeah. tough. That's tough. You want to see that drama down to the last pole. Yeah. And it only solidifies Ray's story as well, right? Exactly. Gift number two, in yeah. the same vein, Dennis Cornelius comes back, but as a 105 lifter this time. Woo-wee. And battles it out in the battle of the 105s. Just okay. to make it that much more competitive. Do you believe it? Dennis Cornelius walking on the platform with abdominals. Well, maybe not quite abdominals. <laughs> but yeah. going head-to-head with Rondell Hunt and... You know, all the one of five versus Becky. Versus Becky. Throw wow. Price, uh, we'll make the same concessions that we made for the uh, Jesse Norris. Can you Wilson, believe? Throw Becky. Bryce Lewis into there. Throw yeah. Eli Burke. That'd be phenomenal. Let them all compete. That'd be a phenomenal showing. And gift number three, IPF changes the rules and allows one-off meet where every single lifter, so IPF lifters can go lift wherever they want. So you can finally have the showdown of... You slide I, IPF versus <laughs> just w- one USAPA versus just let the big dogs all battle it out for the top crown. Gaston says just one, fellas. Yep. Just one. Pick one. You just go. just get one go. battle. Throw Thor in there. Throw everyone. Wow. Really make it true big dogs. Damn, I think your gift was better than mine because that would be the uh, for real Super Bowl. Yeah. Very well done, sir. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I think that really would be a good gift for powerlifting. I think we'd all agree on that. Who's who's next, Matt or Randy? Go ahead, Randy. Okay, so I'll take the first 
take my first pick for my Christmas list. I want to see Brandon Allen get a third pull in one of his meets. <laughs> every single time for that finish, and I'd love to see this guy just once finish it out because every time it's for the win. You know what? That poor son of a bitch had $40,000 in his hands, and it came out of his hands, and I think it happened to him again at Big Dogs for a lesser check. He, he just cannot. He's pulling for money, not just the win, and yeah. That could literally change his whole year. Those polls are every time it's on grip, he loses. Like, he's getting getting them up, and he loses every time on that grip issue. I see him now. That's all he's training this grip. It's going to be – I had a teacher, a high school teacher, and um, he played football. One game, he got pulled up into the CFL. One game, and the quarterback threw the ball. He was in the end zone. And he was about to catch it, had it in his fingers, and it just went through. And he said, I mean, this is like 20 years later. I was in, he's a high school teacher now, okay? 20 years later, he's like, gentlemen, to this day, I still wake up with sweats thinking about that freaking catch. You know, it'll it'll never pass. And I I know what it's like to have something right in your fingertips, and it slips away. It's a tough one. You know, uh, you want to put that to bed. But, um, yeah, that's a good one. Randy, what's your number two? I'd like to see Amanda Lawrence take a run at Monica Lowe on Wilkes this year. Yeah, if we still got Wilkes, but whatever, whatever we got, I think she whatever will. Whatever it is, but I think she's not only going to take. I think she's going to be. She's that girl is closing in on a on a big total. Amanda Lawrence is seriously. It would have been crazy for me to say eighty four kilo woman, six hundred pound squat, like not too like a year ago, like five hundred pounds would be phenomenal. This girl jumped from a five hundred pound to six hundred pound talk. Quick, real quick. You know, I mean, it's, and now she's pulling 600 with straps in the gym, but, and she didn't have to squat and dead first, or sorry, squat and bench first, but still, you know, she's, the things that she's doing, um, and she's young, and and she seems to be increasing. I, I gotta believe that Bonica Lowe, Bonica Brown is, you know, she might not be Queen B. You know, we'll we'll see, we'll see. But, uh, good one. Okay, now number three, sir. My third one, Paul kind of stole, but I'll close it in on it too. Is that I want? I just want to see the heavyweight division, the 120 plus, to see the competition that that is so desperately needed against Ray. And I, I think with with Pablo and with Luke in there, I think it's it's going to be something something to watch. And, I, and that is my wish to be able to watch a true yeah. competitive 120 plus. Yeah, you know what? Amen to that. And yeah, Pablo deserves mention as well. Yeah, um, he actually tied Luke Richardson. Lost out on body weight. Um, and Pablo, young kid, he's only getting stronger. Both of these guys' totals, if you look at how much they actually gained from the world championships to, um, you know, to the Europeans, to what we're going to see again at the next Worlds, and they're both going open, we, I think we're finally going to have like a good, exciting heavyweight showdown, which is important. The sport needs it, as opposed to one or two guys on the top, and it's kind of a bit of a walk away. But... Um, also with Luke and Pablo, when you when watching it, I mean Pablo Pablo missed his last dead on a grip issue, but I mean when you when you watch how fast that kid moves lifts, it's I mean him and Luke both are they're just phenoms in the sport right now at their age, and yeah. I think it's time that Ray really seen that battle where everyone gets pushed. Like Ray's going to get pushed to the limits on this. We need it. We need it. That's for sure to keep things exciting. Now, how about yourself, there, Matt? What three wishes do you got to get to the sport you love, sir? Well, I'm going in a, a little bit of a different direction, so this will have a little bit different feel, but I'm all about spreading love and peace and harmony this time of year. <laughs> so my, my very first gift 
would be a gift to the IPF, and that would be let's have a drama-free 2019. Uh, we, we went through a lot of crap this past year with the situation with uh, Wilkes and Oceana and that whole situation, and more recently uh, the USA and the drug testing. So here's uh, cheers and goodwill and peace and harmony uh, throughout the IPF in 2019. Let's, let's have no more drama everybody get back on the same page. Yeah, back to the sport itself as opposed to yeah, politics. exactly. I mean, we're all, we're all here to lift weights and, and have fun doing so. So that would be my first wish. Okay. Uh, my second wish would be uh, I want one more healthy year for Wei-Ling Chen. Uh, she's a dear friend of mine, and, and I miss her. And, and, and uh, she, she's been really key in our sport, both equipped and raw. And uh, one of the all-time greats, and you can make a very strong case for her being the greatest of all time, at least in the females. Um, for, and for, she's, for people who don't know Matt, sorry to cut you off, but you want to give a little background on who, who she is? Yeah, so Wei-Ling Chen is a 47-kilo lifter for Chinese Taipei. And uh, the fun fact is she's primarily a weightlifter. So she competed in the Olympics in Beijing in 2008. And on the platform, she actually placed third but because of two drug testing failures, she ascended to that gold spot and actually took the gold medal. That's uh, right. She's been dominant in our sport of powerlifting probably since 2000, oh, I would say six or seven, uh, you know, going up against the likes of Fukushima. She's done this both equipped and raw. She squatted well over four, you know, about four and a half times body weight uh, equipped and has, you know, uh, close to, I guess, three and a half to four times body weight pull on deadlift. And she's just, she's unbelievable. She's won the World Games, and I've seen her do stuff uh, live and in person that just, you know, may, I don't want to say will never be seen again, but certainly not for a long time. And so, and she's just the epitome of class and humility and very soft-spoken and just a fantastic competitor, oftentimes only putting on the bar what she needs, uh, you know, to win. Uh, lots of her lifts, uh, kind of like uh, Randy had mentioned with Luke Richardson's lifts, how we really haven't seen him strain. The same thing can be said with Wei-Ling Chen, that a lot of her last deadlifts are just what she needs to win on body weight. It would be, really be fun to kind of see her hit something where she really had to fight for it. Uh, just, uh, just to throw it out there, Matt, do you think yeah. she's going to have a uh, finally get to do that against, um, well, I can't think of her name right now. Heather Connor? Yeah, Heather Connor. Yeah, I mean, that's another reason too, right? So Heather, you know, Heather went ahead and took her raw deadlift record. Yeah. And so I, I think... You know, Wei-Ling Chen has been sidelined with some knee injuries, and she's, you know, come back and then had to take a little bit more time off. So that, I would love to see that. I would just love to see her have one more healthy year where she could put it all together and come back. She's kind of been off the raw scene for a while, and I think it would be a lot of fun to have her back in the fray. I think she adds to the sport. So uh, that would be my gift number two. And then my final gift is actually a gift to all the lifters, to all the coaches and the spectators and lovers of the sport – I would love to see more nine for nine performances at these big key meets so that it's actually decided on the platform and so that we see everybody bring their A game. So that you have something similar to what happened in, uh, at our Raw Nationals uh, in 2017, the 105s, where we had Blevins and Burks and Bryce Lewis, the three of them were eight for eight going into the final deadlift. Wow. So, you know, that's, that's where it's, you know, the, the meet is won or lost on the last pull. And you have these subtotal guys and girls who are trying to make the deadlifters feel uncomfortable. And the deadlifters are, are thinking they've got that ace up their sleeve. 
And so I, I like to see that. I think it adds drama. I think it adds a lot of uh, just fun for the spectators. So that's what I would like to see. I just want to see more, you know, eight for eight performances going into that final deadlift so we can just see it, you know, settled on the platform. As so a... there, you know, there can be no excuses of, oh, well, somebody missed a squat or so-and-so missed a bench, you know, that everybody brings their A game. As a sport, you do need, I mean, you need that. You need, it's always, you know, when you have a big showdown, somebody misses a squat, same guy misses a bench, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, that's not going to turn out to a big showdown anymore. Yeah. The heavily hyped battle turns into more of a hunt by the time the last dead gets pulled, you know? So yeah, it would be a heck of a meet if every single person came in A game, yep. just had, as we like to call you, it, the meat of their life. You you yep. have, I mean, it's, it's like the super meat talk where um, you have that day where everything's firing. And um, every now and then you'll have two guys, two girls, three guys, three girls will meet, converge, and at the same time have a super meet. And that's when it's the perfect storm, my friend. And you have a battle that's just... You know, like the 63 kilo class or whatever, yeah. right? Like the 105s where world records get bounced around like a freaking volleyball on a beach, you know? And it's, that's when it's some exciting yeah. stuff. Everybody's chipping everybody. And yeah. yeah. And it becomes, wow, another world record. Wow, another, he just took the world record right back. Like it's, it's exciting stuff and it's good for, it's good for the athletes. It's good for the sport in terms of viewership. Um, yeah. And that's when you see the biggest goals. I got one more wish on here that I want to do. Oh, Randy's coming in with a happy Hanukkah wish. <laughs> no, my, my wish is this. I wish for the 2019, the King of the Lifts becomes the largest powerlifting platform there is. Whoa, wow. Hey, I, I'm, I'm, I can get with that. I can get with that. What do you think? You're on your way. <laughs> We're getting up there. It's, um, you know, it's it'd be weird to, uh, I mean, you got to almost figure out how you would establish that, right? Because in terms of, there's positioning within the powerlifting community's minds um, in terms of brand recognition, and I think we're pretty we're pretty well up there. Because in terms of brand recognition, there might be other Instagram accounts, but they're not really doing, you know, like the same rec- brand recognition. Where off oh, you make it on that account, it's not quite the same. Sometimes you wear a T-shirt and you'll get on a certain account, you know, or um, you know, it's just different. It's different way it's set up it's more meme based you know putting up memes putting up pics and stuff where we don't really do that i'm not sure in terms of our lane where we're driving down i don't know if there's too many other is there other people in our lane i don't think so if i'm thinking off the top of my head off the top of my head i'm not thinking of in terms other... of i think we've established like key what? out i remember having talks being like this is what we want to establish we don't want to do memes so much we don't want to do, we want to be like the voice of powerlifting. Basically, you know, you come here for your news, previews, recaps, uh, the latest training, discussion and debates on who's the best, who deserves whatever, year-end awards. And our year-end awards, I tell you what, um, these people repost them proud. Like, hey, man, I got king of the list year-end awards. Our picks, people are like, like, they're people who are walking into the world being like, I was too nervous to listen to them because I, I didn't want to hear the picks if it didn't go my way, right? And then they, they listen to them and stuff because they actually take it. Like, it's actually something they, they respect and it's credible as opposed to everybody's got a podcast, everybody's got picks. But um, how do you get yourself in a position where you're held in that kind of esteem? And that's what, really what we wanted. Not so much, if we want a different direction, you could probably get more likes, more shares, just funny memes and shit. 
But that's been done. That's done. But we got we got big dogs out there doing that, and they do a great job of it. And I like the memes too. But you can't you you know you got to pick your lane. I think we picked our lane, and yeah, I think yeah. I think we're we're racing down it right now at this point. I would say to build on Randy's point though, I would love to see in 2019 more collaboration episodes between yeah. like us and Brocast guys and yeah Juggernaut. Yeah, uh, just well, more building of the community. 2019, we do got big plans. I don't want to totally disclose right now, but 2019, we got ambitious plans, we'll say, for yep. King of List. We're only growing every year, as everyone probably notices. We didn't even have freaking logos before. And my man, Matt Gary, is rocking a King of List t-shirt. Um, so, just a little bit of a sneak peek. We got things coming down the pipeline for 2019, and King of List is going to be only growing. Um, so, this will be our Christmas special Gentlemen, thank you for being for, here for the Christmas special. And uh, to everybody from King of the Lists, uh, Merry Christmas. And we'll see you for the New Year's Eve special where we're going to give our, our, our New Year's special yep. our uh, year in awards. And we're going to debate it because I'm sure we're not all going to agree on who deserves, you know, lifter of the year, prospect of the year, squad of the year, bench of the year, dead of the year, blah, blah, blah. So we'll debate it. It'll be a great debate. I'm sure people are going to be messaging me saying, how the hell are you going to pick this guy and not this one? And et cetera. This always sparks debate. Yeah, Bring it on. That's the fun I love, of it. I love, I love the debates. I love the sports talk. Um, so from everybody from King of Lifts, Merry Christmas. Enjoy yourselves and have a, have a good time.